Yo, Counterattack Podcast with myself, Daps. Spence and Lamin are not here. Lamin is doing something with Palmer Kids. Um, shout out to Palmer. Spence has, I don't even know what he's doing actually. He's doing something with his, either his kids or his missus. But yeah, obviously not here by myself ever. Who am I joined by today? Joined with, joined by, joined by. what's it? Who am I joined by? Joined by, yeah. Join with? No, join. I don't know. Whatever. That's the Nigel with you, bro. I'm like, Nico. Yo, what's going on? No, why'd you come here trying to do sexy? <laughs> why'd you come? Why are you trying to come do sexy? What's wrong with you, bro? Listen. No, 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 no. Hey, Nico, what's good, man? I'm nice, I'm nice, I'm nice, you know. Just working hard in the off-season. Trying to get, squeezing a few more holidays or at least one more. And then... Blood, you stay on holiday, bro. Nah, bro. <laughs> you stay on holiday. Nah, not even. This summer, not really. In last, no, last summer, I, was, I stayed on holiday. But this summer, nah, not really. It's been work, work, work. What hat is that, bro? Oh, uh, yeah, I need to big them up still as well. This is um, We Are Captain. Our boy, Vidal Capo. Vidal underscore Capo on Instagram. I didn't tell you to plug them. But nah, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. You need to go check them out still. Doing big things. You know, remember VA Garments? Yeah, I remember yeah, them. He was, part, he was part of that still, yeah. So he's, Where was it? He's, nah, they're still about. They're still doing their thing, but he's obviously gone and done his own thing as well. And Captain's flying still. Wow, they beefing. Definitely doing well. No, 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 not even beef. Just obviously he just wanted to go on his own venture as well. So he's still a part of VA, but obviously at the same time, Captain's taking off, so. Cool. Um, yeah, guys, man, that's... Um, keep liking, subscribing, sharing, all of that. Good feedback. Um, I've had a couple of people ask me to to talk about Wan-Bissaka today. I'm going to touch on it very quickly. <laughs> very, very quickly. That's it. You as a Liverpool fan. Yeah. In fact, we're not even going to compare the training thing. Yeah. Wan-Bissaka going to United. Is that a good move? For him, career-wise, mm-hmm. it's a good move. I'd say if, if, you're, if, you're, if you're ever going to a bigger club and you know that more than likely you're going to play, it's a great move. It's a great move and he's going to be a club. You don't think it's a good move for United? For United? Mm. But you don't um, think they've signed a good player? United have signed a good player. United have signed a good player. Um, But uh, where United are at in regards to where their position is in the league at the moment, it ain't really the... it It ain't an outstanding move. Do you know what I mean? But ultimately, he's going to arguably the biggest club in the country. So at the end of the day... It's a good move for him, more, okay. more so, more, more so than I'd say United. So it's a better move on his part. On United. his part, yeah. I mean, that's obviously anyway. Um, I said I wouldn't touch on this. You support who? Liverpool. Okay, I don't even like calling Liverpool no more. Still, just European champions will do. Okay, so you support Liverpool, European champions. Okay, so Trent, yeah, God. I saw this recently, so I know what you're going to ask me. But yeah, it's it's a bias. I'm not even going to ask you because you're biased. <laughs> it's, you're gonna, it's a silly question to ask because... You're, you're, it's actually because not, it's actually not it's silly. You know how many people come back to me one Bissaka? A lot of people come back to me with Trent. No, no. You think Trent is better than one Bissaka? he is. Okay. As a complete fullback, cool. Defensively, is he better? Defensively, he isn't in a team... That oh my is, days! Listen, I just want to know defensively. No, no, better. defensively, you can't even compare the two because obviously Wamba is a Crystal Palace in a team that isn't always on the offensive. So naturally, 
you're not going to see Trent's defensive side. I, I don't think we've personally seen Trent's defensive side or his, te- his defensive side have been tested. So you can't really judge it. Whereas Wamba Saka is tested week in, week out. That's why on the flip side, you'd say offensively, Trent is better because of course. the assists he makes. Yeah, but that's because he's in a team that's always offensive. Wamba Saka's not in a team that's always offensive. And when they are offensive, it's not necessarily him that's the vocal, the vocal point of it. No. So that's why Offensively, I say, that's why you're I always going to go with Trent. I'm, I'm never going to argue that. Yeah. And those of you saying who are like saying that I don't rate Trent because people keep getting at me. I rate Trent highly. Yeah. But it's just that when Dan, on, we had him on our podcast. Yeah, I saw, I saw, I saw. He did that outrageous shout that he's top three in the world. I just I don't know about have, that. I just I couldn't have that. that. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, you can't, his numbers don't lie for last season. And I think offensively before offensively. And, and again, like I said, I can't judge fully judge Trent because defensively he hasn't really been put in that position. There's no one that's actually turned him inside out. No one has really tested him because he's because Liverpool always on the offensive. So I'm saying, but if it was the if there was a measuring stick and you said, oh, who's better, Wamba Saka or Trent? Um, all round, it's Trent. Anyway, we'll see. We'll see. All round, yeah. But I just like my defenders to defend first. Right. Simple. But um, yeah, man. Dicko, man, you've got an exciting story. We're going to try to get through as much as possible. Yeah. Um, obviously, I credit you. I always tell this story. I credit you with with how I got started. I try, I try, I try, I try, I try. That's what I'm doing right now. But I try and help as many people as possible. Don't come here with your mother Teresa stuff, bro. Nah, I've been real though. You know me, bro. You know me from way back. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not the guy that's not gonna that's gonna turn my back on people. So I'm saying. So yeah, Dicko got me my first club. I was playing resi football for Eric from Belvedere. They're all way back then, boy. Eric from Belvedere. And then you rolled it out. And then you start, oh, flipping. You still remember the, the name of the thing? <laughs> and I remember, um, yeah, I was young then, but you were banging in the goals, man. I was banging trying. Banging goals. No, you did. And then you went down after that, didn't it? Yeah, literally. I had to, I had to try a thing. There was, some, there, was, there was a little things behind the scenes that was going on. Um, what, with, with Eric? With Eric that I didn't particularly like and obviously a lot of things that were going on with Dulwich that I did particularly like and a couple of people spoke for me and somehow I got out. What? So what? You couldn't, they were trying to say you, you couldn't go? It was politics. No, it wasn't even a case. Were you on contract? Yeah. I, can't, I don't think I was on contract. No, mm. I wasn't on contract. I don't, I don't think I was on a contract but where it was was that um, there was somebody working at Erif that mm. knew the Dulwich manager. Okay. Good friends with him, innit? Mm. I don't want to out nobody in it. So, but he was um, basically, he was the guy that obviously sorted everything out mm. because he knew what was going on in the era. If he could see how I was being treated, he could see that obviously things weren't really. What were they doing to you? Bro, like I got I got admitted from a squad certain time because I had a bad attitude or they said. I think I remember that actually. And I obviously thought that I was better than the club or better than the players there or whatever. Tell the truth though, you did have a bit of a. Bro, I was of, of it, yeah. I was I was borderline arrogant. I remember and one I, time I cover watch your game now. <laughs> if you're gonna say the same game, I'm thinking. No, 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 I'm probably not, bro. And the referee hadn't even blown the full time whistle yet properly. And you took your top off and you started walking off. What? Yeah, like full time thing. And then he blew it in the end and you took you take it on. He started walking straight. Like, oh, these club man. <laughs> What's wrong with this guy? I don't bro? remember that. I was thinking this guy is mental, bro. I remember I, I thought that's I thought the story you were gonna say was um <laughs> there was some manager for the opp- opposition team. He was getting at me all game in it, saying, Yeah, he's nothing, he's rubbish, he's rah, rah, rah. And then like 
I remember the second half started and I remember one of my boys, in fact, my partner in my business now, he was he came to watch the game mm. and um, <laughs> he was on the halfway line and I, and I remember saying to him, I'm going to score from here, watch. Mm. <laughs> from here? Like, yeah, but he was like, nah, you're a bad man if you knew, but I doubt I don't think you're going to do that. And I remember I picked up on the left halfway line. You know, part of you's got, part of you has got a little slope. Yeah, yeah. So I was shooting up in it. And I've just come grabbed it on the left side, chopped in and smashed it from halfway line straight in. Like, it looked like I was going to do a crossfield pass and it mm. reversed it. In. But in second half, obviously, right next to the dugout, innit? Mm. So I'm thinking, right, okay, this guy, this manager's getting, when I say getting at me, the abuse was borderline, like, it was mad. What was it against? Can you remember? I can't even remember. I can't even remember. All I remember is that I must have danced past about four, man. Slotted bottom corner, ripped off my top, and went, That's why I should be pro. That's why I should be pro. I didn't even know that. I didn't know nothing about no pro in the times. I think I'm an ear of Melbourne near Kent League, you know what I'm talking about? That's why I should be pro. But, but did, did you not know that you were going to get like um, signed, if, if you know what I mean? Like, or was it just like, let me just keep playing football and then if something happens, something I happens. never really knew much about the pro game. If I'm honest, I just watch it. Obviously, you used to mm. all watch it. I'm saying, but we never knew it was like one of them places of how do you get there? Mm. But you just never knew how it happened or how it transpired or who do you, who do you know to, to get there? Yeah. So when I was at Irith, not even a thought in my mind to honest with you. Um, when I went to Dulwich, I became, Goals. I became more, more aware of it. Mm. But again, I didn't really know how to get there. And I remember before I went to Dulwich, in fact, I went on trial that season and that, that summer um, to Barnet. Mm. And like, there was about 60 men there. And, only one player got picked up, Jason Punchin. Mm. And literally, I was like, okay, so this is how it works to get mm. in. That's how, I thought that was the only way you, like, you go to trials at a club, yeah. and, at a pro club, and then get picked up. Not knowing that obviously the scouts that come watch your games. I didn't know nothing about that. Mm. And literally, I ended up signing back for Dulwich. Um, and I just had, I just enjoyed it. That was more than anything. I just Ooh, enjoyed it. I tell, I tell everybody. I saw you got any, like any, 30 before. By, by, by New Year. I, I told every, I tell every young player, every senior player, whatever, whatever age they are, I tell them, look, you have to enjoy the game that you're playing. If you're not enjoying it, if you're not having fun with it, there's no point. I'll be honest with you, because it, it's just wasting your time. Mm. And that season was the one season that I can honestly say, I mean, that stands out to me. Yeah. That I just enjoyed playing every week, enjoying going past players, enjoying scoring goals, enjoying being the, the, the camaraderie in the, in the changing room, mm. enjoyed the manager. Like, I enjoyed everything about that season. And I didn't even stay the whole season. That was the thing. And then, yeah, it was like half a season, didn't it? I was gone in March. I was supposed to go in Jan and I got, and I, I was supposed to go in Jan and I, and I broke up my tassel, my, my foot. So they were, I think, I didn't, I still, at the time, I didn't know nothing about Charlton anyway. Mm. I heard Swansea, I heard some other teams, but mm. I didn't know nothing about Charlton. So, so how did you South first End. hear that? Hey, Charlton are looking at you. I didn't know. And this it. is when Charlton are in Prem, by the way, if you yeah. <laughs> you, you can say that again. I kind of cut you off, go on. Yeah, it's when Charlton were in Prem. <laughs> yeah, not, not, not this League One Charlton. Yeah, so, yeah. So, no. Um, we had a game against Godalm in town. Mm. And... What's it, Godalm in town? It's mad. I'll never forget. And we won 2-0. Cool. I didn't score. But before the game, the manager said to me, you never know who's watching. Mm. Yeah. And I was thinking, well, what would that mean? So pulled me in the coach after the game. I didn't score. We won 2 no, I didn't score. I didn't even play well, to be honest. And he I said just to clocked. Me, it's not even Gavin these times. No. Nah, it's Jim no. and um, Wayne Burnett. Yeah. Right. right. Uh, shout yeah. out to Wayne Burnett. Because that's that's it's not even Gavin. And even more so, shout out to Jim Dean. Yeah. Okay. Now okay. you see the connect. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
Um, got all men, came on the coach. Wayne pulls me, says, Dicko got off you for, from Hastings, Hastings Town or something like that. Mm. I said, yeah, we're going to take it. I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, banner. Like, yeah. he said, yeah, 750 pounds, we want to take it. I said, they bought you for 750 pounds. They said, we, they said we, we want 750, they want 750 pounds for me. We're going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yo, boy, innit? Like, I'm not going, innit? I'm me and him like, I'm borderline again, angry, innit? Yeah. I'm, I'm not going. I'm, I'm trying to laugh it off, but I'm, like, I'm not going. And he was like, I was like, then he said to me, um, no. Well, yeah, you're not going because Charlton are coming for you. I said, okay, cool. Like, now you're still bantering. You're yeah. still joking, innit? Like, whatever. I t- like, what's the deal? Why have you pulled me down for the back of the coach? So, yeah. He's like, no, you're going to Charlton next week. These times, an agent had contacted me, innit, mm. already and said, look, Southend don't have a look at you on Monday. Mm. Bro, and the way that I was like, I got the phone so quickly to the agent. I said, listen, there's no South End happening, bro. Yeah. This Prem team just come calling, bro. Like, I'm just got, like, it was a shock to my system. Mm. Um, I had a job at the time, obviously. So I was working in an engineering firm. Mm. And I'd just go in and just say, look, I called them and said, look, I'm not going to be in. I've got a trial. I'm trialing Monday. Um, and I never went back. Yeah, you, you bagged in your trial, innit? Yeah, I bagged two on my trial for with I played up front with like Kevin Lisby. It was unbelievable that game. Played against Kevin Lisby last week. He helped me so much. He helped me so much. Like I always say to him, every time I see him, I say, bro, I, every time I see him, people say, Oh, how do you not know each other? I'm like, this is the guy that got my pro deal. But weren't he already um part of Charlton? No, he was still there. No, no, he was at Charlton though. Right, but oh, he was on he was in the reserve the reserve game. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So okay. he played against Fulham in the reserves. Mm. And then we won five one. Mm. Miles Weston played. Nathan yeah. Ashton played Zane Any Z. danger of getting Miles Weston on the podcast, mate? Bro, like, we can sort that out, definitely. Miles is on the land of the phone, bro. But he's doing like, LA life right now, fam. He's, exactly. he's enjoying life right now. Mm. But we can definitely work that still. But, yeah, so there's so many different players that played. Um, just ballers. I yeah. think Alex Song played that game. It was mad. It was yeah. crazy. So there was no way we weren't going to win. But it was just like, can I get a deal? Yeah. And luckily, scored two. And... That was it, done. What's that conversation like when Charlton come and like they sit you down and think, okay, we're going to offer you this deal? Like, or, he, or had they already spoken to your agent first? He pulled me after that game. Mm. Alan Pardew was at the game, come, came to watch, obviously came to watch me and he pulled me out of the changing room at, after the game, mm. shook my hand like, like so aggressively. It was like, that's what I like to see. And apparently Wayne Wayne Burnett was at the game as well, mm. my knowledge manager. Yeah. He, was, he called me after the game as well and said, Dick, I've never seen you make so many runs in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you do that for me on a Saturday? And I was like, I said, what? He said, nah, he was really good. Um, I don't see you coming back to us. And obviously, Alan Pardew said, yeah, we're going to offer you something. Literally, they were going to offer me a year. And at that point, the agent had got involved now. So, saying, mm. so he just said, look... Um, they want to offer, a year, offer you a year, but Southend will offer you too. So I'm, I said, I said, well, it doesn't matter. Southend's not in the reckoning as far as yeah. I'm concerned. I'm saying, but he was like, no, 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 you know what? I'm going to go get you too. And I was thinking, bro, do not mess up. Do not mess up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I'm thinking is, bro, don't mess up this deal for me. But he's a good guy, man. He's like, he's been like a brother to me ever since, to be fair. Safe Ruby, shout him out. You know what? I was literally just about to, I was going to go on to Safe later yeah. on in this section. Safe, safe, safe was the guy, obviously, that sealed the deal. 
came out walking out strutting out the, sat out of the chart like, um, trading ground and then they, they must have said and then literally the secretary was chasing after him after we were paper mm. in his hand saying no nah, no nah, we're gonna offer him two we're gonna offer him two I don't know what he went in there and said yo uh, everything I hear about Safia I've never actually met the man when there's money to be made he comes alive bro literally Safe comes alive we call him the mailman innit yeah. because he comes alive when the transfer window opens but literally any in anything he's he's got he's, he's, he's connected very very well but when there's when there's a transfer window time listen the mailman I'm, I'm on another line of the phone I'm trying to get some sort of um, he, he, make, he makes things happen I know he makes things happen I know mainly because of who he is but mainly yeah. because he's well connected he knows a lot of people and a lot of people know they can take his take his reference mm. as gospel so I'm saying yeah no, nah, but um, so you got your two year deal. Now, at Charlton, what actually happened, man? Because, like, anyone would think, oh, last saw hokey dokey or whatever, but where, like, what was the main struggle with Charlton, would you say? The main struggle with Charlton was that, firstly, I signed in March outside mm. the transfer window because of, because of my injury. So I couldn't play in the Prem. Mm hmm. So they allowed me to play in the, the FA allowed me to play in the Prem Reserve games. Mm. So I played in those games. I was slapping in goals in them as well. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't play in the games. And then the main problem was Chong got relegated. Yeah. And as soon as Chong got relegated, it was like we have to start all over again. When you mm. get relegated from the Prem, it's like it's 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 a snowball effect. Like literally, people are just ducking out mm. one by one. Everyone's going out the door. And there's nothing you can do. There's literally you've got they've got to restructure, and the way they restructured was obviously they they looked for players that were in the league already mm. who had promised to go go on and play in the championship. Yeah, and a lot of those or or some players who had played in the championship for a while. So mm. Christian Willumo played in the championship. I think he probably played in the Premier at the time as well. So um, now Isaac McLeod played at MK mm. Dons, banging in goals. He's playing in the league. Luke um, Luke Vardy. Luke Varney. Played in the crew, playing a crew, banging in goals. So it was literally like out of all the ex, all the high hit big hitters, such as Darren Bent, Jim Floyd, Hasselbank, Marcus Bent, mm. and income, the players that we think are gonna get us back into the prem. Yeah. Andy Gray came in. He had a good, he had a lot of experience. Um Slav Todorov came in. Oh man, that Todorov. He had he was his tech was mad. But all those strikers that I'm naming. I'm at the bottom of that list. And there's literally nothing I can say because at the end of the day, I've got no league experience. Mm. So they sent me on loan to, to crew first. Nightmare. I chose crew, to be honest with you. I chose crew. I wanted to get out of London. I just wanted to get away, get my head down. And that was it was a total opposite, complete get opposite. Get them out of beanies, yeah. Huh? Hmm? What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a total opposite. It was a total opposite. Um, and then obviously um, I came back and Padu was livid, livid, mm. and just said, "Look, I'm gonna choose where you're gonna go next." Gillen. The man told me straight, now nah, straight, look me in my face. Gentlemen or Millwall want you, but I'm not sending you to Millwall because if he doesn't, if the same thing happens at Crew, they're not gonna be as nice to you as Crew was. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, Crew weren't really nice. Yeah, they let me go after three weeks. I had a month deal. Mm. So he's like, "You got Jules," and Jules didn't start off well either. Yeah, Jules was very rocky. Jules was rocky and it was strange to me because I had Ify Nora as my manager. That's Gillingham. Manager. When he says Jules, that's Gillingham if you don't know. But. And literally, Ify Nora was my caretaker manager, but it was just weird. Like, he just, yeah. it was like, I felt like I was back at Ify over there mm. at that precise moment because I had 
as much as somebody wants to raise you up, yeah, mm. maybe my overconfidence was like, you know what, I've got to teach this boy to humble himself. Yeah. And and that was the same thing that I felt like Wayne Brown did. Wayne Brown was, listen, Wayne Brown was a very, 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 very prominent figure in my ear from Belvedere career. Mm-hmm. But many a time we used to we used to have we used to have conflicts because mm. he obviously Bobby probably thought I was a bit too confident, thought I was a man, I hadn't really arrived, and he had to humble, try and humble me. And same with Iffy. But then the problem with Iffy is that it gets to a point where the club's not doing really well and you've got only got a caretaker job. And we get out of the St. Johnson's paint trophy um, game and you have to fr- give everyone an opportunity. Mm. And that's when it's like, okay, Dicko, activate now. And literally, I banged the hat trick in that game. Yeah. And then from then on, it was like, the fans were on him, innit? Like, yeah. we've had this player on loan from Chow and all this time and you ain't playing. Okay, so let's let's say now, yeah, you bang your hat trick and everyone's on his back, yeah? Yeah. I mean, I know how the conversation goes in it, but like, for those like listening at, at home and everything, what's that conversation or what is it like for you walking around the training room, training ground knowing that I should be playing? Is it a thing of like gaffer? Like boom, 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 let me knock on your door. Or is I it didn't literally... need to knock on the door. I didn't need to knock on the door. The team weren't doing so well in the league. I just banged the hat trick against Luton in, mm. in the Johnson Paint Trophy. You've got to play me on Saturday. There's no two ways by it. Did you play? I played. Did you bag? Yep. Of course. Drew 1-1 against me all. Um, shouldn't have drawn one one, should have won. But literally from that date, from that Johnson Paint Trophy game, mm. I had to play every week. So why didn't you like make that move like a permanent one when you eventually left Charlton? Um I tried to mm. whilst I was at Charlton. Um and Charlton sent me to Bristol Rovers on loan instead. Mm. Um and things have gone really stale at Charlton because we got relegated again. Yeah. Like, and literally it was just like I need to get out of here because I could see everyone going, 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 mm. going. And I still hadn't really had my chance. Yeah. So I tried to. I tried to go Jules. Um, I've tried to go Jules many a time still, but <laughs> it just didn't. It, 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 I ended up going back on loan again, but it was probably for the wrong reasons that time because mm. Simeon Jackson was there. He start, He was banging in goals. And What's he, he doing now? And then he, I don't know. I think he's in Scotland. Oh, St. Okay. Mirren, I think. Still kicking? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. So he was there, he was banging in goals mm. and I'd come in to basically give him the kick out the backside because he'd stopped, gone on a little drought. Yeah. But as, my, as far as I was concerned, I was coming in to play with him or take his place. Yeah. So, and literally that was never going to happen because he was the he was the golden boy down there at the time. So what made you like, because obviously I, I was watching your career, yeah? Yeah. Obviously because I know you and that. But even I was surprised when I saw Wait, what came first? China came first. No, Cyprus. Was it Cyprus? First. Okay, yeah. When I when I saw that move to Cyprus, like, what was it? Was it literally like I just need a fresh start, or was it that bag? <laughs> it was that bag. It weren't, you know. It weren't. It was. I need a fresh start. Mm. It was. I need a fresh start. I remember I was on a plane and Shrewsbury Town Manager called me. I think it was Mark Robbins at the time. Mm. And he called me. I was on the plane, literally about to take off. Mm. And, I was, and, and at that point, it was like, get off this plane and go and have Shrewsbury or go to the sun and go and, go and start fresh. And I just wanted to start fresh. But who, who, what made you say Cyprus? Was it like, was it the agent saying, look, safe, we can get... Well, Safe and Lenny Lawrence. Lenny Lawrence had a big part to play in that as well. Lenny Lawrence, mm. um, who was my assistant, assistant manager at Bristol Rovers, mm. obviously knew Safe really well. So he contacted Safe, said, look, there's an option, opportunity here for Dicko to go um, Cyprus. 
They connected the dots. I went out there, looked at the club, looked at the setup. I literally thought to myself, it's a fresh start. I can I can actually humble myself a lot more over here because literally yeah. there was, there's nothing, there's no stunting. This is the biggest problem of, of UK at the time as well, mm. where everyone wanted to be flashy. And I was getting sucked into the same thing. Mm. Night life, nightlife, lifestyle, big cars, nice houses, whatever. And, I, and like watches, all that nonsense. And I just thought, and you know what? In my mind, I was like, I need to get away. Mm. And Cyprus humbled me massively massively and it made me tune into nothing but football and I remember you can't I remember you telling me Daps there's no way you're driving a better car than the chairman I remember <laughs> you were telling me about the car you were driving around in out there bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah dicko nah you ain't driving that car bro I'm telling you that when I landed I wanted to take I wanted to take my car here over there mm. and they weren't having none of it and they said, you're not allowed to drive a better car than the chairman, like, or, or drive a better car than the manager or anything. Mm. kind of undermines the players. So I said, all right, cool. So what are you going to give me? But you know what? I rate that, though. It's a good look. Yeah, I rate that. It's a good, again, it's humbling. Mm. But when they told me what they want, when you see what they gave me, <laughs> my, my missus at the time was over here driving my Q7, enjoying yeah. life. So I'm saying, like, just flying up and down the motorway. And I'm over there in a Nissan Micro, bro. Oh. And I'm like, <laughs> for real? But it's humbling. It's mm. such a humble experience. That's why I rate man like Kante, um, Asa Koto, them man there. Because you know what? It's, it's, this career is so short and it's only limited. So, yes, you've got the opportunity to go and live lavish. And mm. you know what? If you invest correctly, you can live that way for the rest of your life. So I'm saying. But realistically, are you going to the grave of that? Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. Yeah, live for now, but also prepare for the future. Mm. And, and that was a lot. And when I look back on these things, I think that's, that's such a humbling experience. I, bro, I drove everything from a Nissan Micra to a Colt, whatever Colt is, Renault Clio. I mean... Clio was my best car. No, 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 that's a lie. BMW was my best car in the end. Oh, is it? Yeah. Not the Mercedes that's outside. Oh. No, I mean, out there. Oh. In Cyprus. Oh, 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 <laughs> so oh. Don't try and put oh, me oh. on blast, bro. <laughs> okay, cool. Cool. No, that's, BMW that's, that's... over there was my best car. Easy. Because your car right now, yeah. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Your car right now, bro. That's huh? what I'm saying. Your car right now. No, nah, I need to relax, bro. Come on, man. No, Dicko, you need to relax. Yeah. I see that, that that residual, that residual Champions League money, bro. <laughs> Dicko's got that residual Champions League money. Alright, say this. Those people saying, yeah, oh, Cyprus, Cyprus, Cyprus. And then you obviously get a move to a different club in Cyprus. Yeah. Was that just because of how well you did for... For the first club? Yeah. For the, yeah, literally. Near um, Salamina. I was at Near Salamina. Um, in the second division, I signed the second yeah, division yeah. over there. We got promoted, and then halfway through the first, the second season, so mm. in the first division, Ayo Limassol came in and got me. And what what was Champions League like? <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah, the experience because obviously we had qualifiers first. Mm. We had quali- well, we say qualifiers. We got we had qualifiers for that, and the experience. This is when I knew this is what I wanted to be in football for. I wanted to be in football to be about around good players good people, mm. but also travel and see the world. Because one thing my dad always said to me is, go and see the world. Whenever you get an opportunity, go and see the world. Yeah. So one thing I really wanted to do was make sure that I got an opportunity to travel. And mm. I, I saw, so I went to countries, I went to about 15 countries in, in the space of two years or something. Mm. Like, it was more, even a year or 18 months, it was mad. Mm. And literally, but everywhere you went, you got a different uh, emotion, different mm. feeling, different experience. What's your most hostile experience? Serbia. Oh, God forbid. <laughs> God forbid. Easily. I got to serve you. Played against Partizan Belgrade in qualifying. We beat them in the first game, 1-0. And 
And in the second game, we're at theirs. We're going, we're coming out of the tunnel. And obviously, Ayo Limassol at the time, we had a lot of black players in it. Yeah. Like a lot of, a lot of African um, descent, mm. descent um, players. Um, and then, well, a hand, well, I'd say a handful of Cypriots, to be mm. honest. Um, but <sighs> come out of the tunnel for the warm-up. And it's just like a whole sea of people just, ooh, 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 ooh. Ah, ooh, stop ooh, it. Ooh, ooh. Stop it was it. mad. It was mad. But you know what? We earned their respect. They had to respect us because we beat them again at their ground. So we beat them at our ground, beat them at their ground. When we when we left that field, applause. The whole stadium applauding. And I I, I, re- I realized then I was like, oh my gosh, this is mad. Like But what do you do when on at the time, like, because I've had little racial little bits here and there, but I've not had that cr- the crowd. Oh, oh, like. It was mad. What do you do? You can't do anything. There's nothing you can do. It's 15,000 people in one stand just going, ooh, 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 ooh. what can you do? You can't do anything. You complain to the referee. At the time, complain to the referee. Can't do anything. At the time, that the whole bottom thing hadn't really happened. So I'm saying where he walked off the pitch and everything. But what can you do? You can't do anything. You literally can't do anything. You just got to get your mind right. And that's why I always say to people, football is 70% in the mind. Mm. I'm saying because you have to be mentally strong and have mental stamina of the highest degree to make to make, to make it in the game because mm. there's so many things that come that you come across and what and that was one of them mm. and literally I, I commend my the team my teammates as well because my teammates obviously they heard the same thing I heard and we had to just get through it we had to get through it so that was definitely the most hostile. What made you come back to? In fact, no, China. Right. So, so those of you listen to this podcast, yeah, the many thousands we get. Anyway, um, Dicko went China for. So when I'm talking about his Mercedes, I'm talking about his residual income. <laughs> you know where that money come from? Can you oh. see all these men going to China to play football? Get me? You went there, but that was when they couldn't even. I mean, you you couldn't even tweet and stuff like that. You couldn't tweet. You couldn't have Facebook. I've never had Facebook anyway. But you couldn't tweet. You could Instagram just the red. I just got was got got a little bit of exposure mm. over there, so you could you could definitely put things on Insta. Why was that though? Um, China's got their own network. They just lock down everything, mm. lock down everything. Literally, you can't even watch them 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 kind of programs there. Yeah, what, what programs are they? What programs there? You can't <laughs> like it's mad. It's locked down. It's locked down. There's ways around it. There's ways around everything. There's ways around everything in in, in life. But literally, it was yeah, it's locked down. And luckily, I had Instagram. So How long were you out, for, out there for? Six months, you know. Is that it? Literally six months because, um, so basically, I went out, I went to, i tell you, I went to Spain for a trial in Alicante, played two games, scored two goals, three goals. And then they offered me a contract, offered me a two-year deal. Mm. And I was like, okay, cool. Because he saw the contract. I've never seen nothing like it in my life. Said, cool. <laughs> like where do I sign in it? <laughs> so um went Hong Kong pre-season, hyping scored goals there, assisted the goals, and the hyping, hyping, hyping because Jogba just left the their rival team, innit? Yeah. Jogba and Elka left. So they're hyping, hyping, hyping. I'm, and I'm I'm like, please, I beg, stop hyping because mm. I don't want that kind of attention in it. Yeah. Because I I know from experience that people hype around you like that, you become a target. Mm. And I personally honestly believe that in the first game of the season, I was a target. So first game of the season came and literally one guy just came through my ankle. I've never experienced anything like it. And my ankle just blew up, gone. 
and I was out for initially I was out for six weeks, but I couldn't I couldn't get back. I couldn't I couldn't craft them without feeling it. You couldn't craft them before, you so, <laughs> you couldn't craft them. I couldn't craft them without feeling it. So um came to had to make a decision and I wasn't really happy with the treatment I was getting in regards to how they were looking after me. I mean, I'm your highest earner, I'm your main striker and you're not really handling me like how I think you should. So we came to an agreement and I terminated the deal. Is that when you came back to England? That's when I came back. And you went to, was it went, went back. Well, I went to Charlton to go and try and get a deal there and then, um, but also get treatment. Mm. And that didn't work out. I got the treatment. Everything was cool. They, they had Charlton handled me amazingly. Errol was unbelievable with me down there. Um, <laughs> them ones we tried to get another movie. Yeah. Bro, well, listen, listen, I was training them, Amazing, man. yeah. No, no, no. Handled no, me great. He's at Palace now, it's so <laughs> But anyway, no. I was I was happy. Like, I was over the moon. Like, he looked after me. He got my, got my ankle in, in tip-top shape. But my general fitness wasn't good at all. Mm. And so anywhere I was well, considering going to, wasn't really going to happen. Um, but luckily, like I said in football, 70% mental, 20% talent, 10% who you know. And luckily, Wayne Burnett was at um, Dagenham Redbridge at the time. Mm. So, What's he doing now, Wayne? Under 23s at Tottenham. Oh, is it? <laughs> bro, Wayne's doing bits, bro. Flipping hell. Doing bits, but he was always going to do bits. He's a good manager. I had him at, um, with, the res- with the resis. Bro, he's a great manager, I'll tell you now. So, yeah. Way better than Jim. Jim was cool as well. Jim nah, was cool. But Jim was, Jim was always going to be like an understudy, innit? Yeah, I, 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 I prefer Wayne, man. But Jim, Wayne, Wayne was there. Um, Wayne's got that seriousness about him, but he knows football. Yeah. And then literally, um, but daggers didn't really work out. I wasn't fit. I, I just wasn't, I just couldn't get back to my level of fitness without thinking about my ankles going to go. Like I said, mental, men, mental. Then, and, but I was dying to get back to football. And so I signed for daggers. I had a, we had a, we, as a team, we had a good season. Mm. Highest ever daggers um, position ever. They came like ninth in the league or something like that. But um, yeah, just obviously we had to go separate ways and I went back to Cyprus. Yeah. Okay, cool. So when you then, you went to Cyprus and you come back, that decision to drop down divisions, yeah? Is that more so to do with the fact that like, what, what is it in, in regards to how teams handle you now? Is it more, not now, but like back then, is it more that they just don't believe in what you can do or you've been out of the country or you just don't think the the deals that they're offering you are is what you're worth? That so you just think, you know what, let me just go and it just becomes about the money then. There is very... Um, there's a few ways to look at it. First and foremost, I came back believing that obviously I've played in the in the Cypriot First Division. I've won the Cypriot First Champions Division. Champions League. I've played in the Champions League, Europa League. I've scored in Europa League, played, scored in Champions League. As far as I'm concerned, I'm an international. Oh yeah, Ghana International, I've got to touch so on that. Yeah. I played in the Chinese Super League. As far as I'm concerned, when I come back to UK, put me back where I left, yeah. which was initially in the Championship mm-hmm. with Charlton. So, or, or even put me back where I was scoring goals, which was initially Gillingham League One. Mm-hmm. But, I've got this thing where I, th- I believe that once you leave this country, and I've seen it with numerous different players, once you leave this country, you're forgotten about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember when I went nudge? You understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're forgotten about. And when you're forgotten about, I had a manager tell me, mm. I didn't actually know you were still around. Yeah. Like, I didn't know you were still playing. And I said, wow, because why would you not know? Do your research, you'll know what I've, I've done. So 
And he actually ended up signing me off one, after one training session. He saw me in training once mm. at Sutton and signed me because he was like, seen enough. And I was like, yeah. He goes, why are you not playing higher? Mm. And I said, they won't let me in. That's how I genuinely felt. It genuinely mm. felt like they won't let me in. Yeah, I don't know what it is. They've got, they've got a thing with just like forgetting I players. I, I can't pinpoint it. I can't even tell you anyone personally that will say, oh, yeah, we've got something against Chris Dixon. No, it's not that. It's just, it just is like, we've forgotten about you and we want to give someone else a chance. Mm. It could be a bit deeper than that. It could be, oh, well, we gave you opportunity mm. and you've ended up like, I don't think it is that because even me, when I came back before I broke my leg, I had, I had offers abroad as well. But none here. Mm. I didn't want to go. I had loads of offers abroad. Yeah. I went to Israel I, to go and, God forbid. What is wrong with you, bro? I went to Israel. I, was, I almost signed a deal there. In I Israel? I deal in Israel. I was literally, I was literally, had it not been for the fact that I, obviously I got a son and I, was, I, did, I couldn't see my son being raised in that particular part of Israel. Mm. It, was that, it was the Muslim area as well. And, and obviously... I've got nothing against Muslims, but it just wasn't. <laughs> PC answers. Nah, man. make sure, man. I have to make sure, fam. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on now. I got, I got Muslim friends, everything. But it was just, it was, it was, it was very going to be a very different upbringing for my son. Mm. And I just thought, I can't. How am I going to? How's, how's he going to work around this? I'm saying mm. that it's not going to work. Um, so I ended up coming. Then yeah, I didn't sign there. I had offers in Russia. I was going to do that one, but again. I spoke to a few people, a few men that have been there. No, but you're playing football with Khabib and them, man. Like that Quincy saying, well, hey, listen, if you confirm it, then yeah, do it. But it's not easy, fam. So it was, it was, it I was. I think it's easy to firm when you've got a CV like Quincy's, to be honest. Right. But it was obviously, the way. case was, it was just a case of, I want to come home, but I want to be able to play at the highest level mm. that I think I can play at. And, just wouldn't happen. So I ended up having to drop. And in my mind, it was drop to prove them wrong and then go back. Mm. But it's just been drop and then drop. But do you know what it is as well? Stay, stay, Do you know what it is? And even now at this point, I'm like, hold on a second. Okay, I'm obviously not older. I'm a senior pro, whatever the case, or senior professional, senior footballer, whatever. And I'm still doing numbers that other players who are younger are doing. And yet you still don't want to, Pay, pay homage or pay or pay recognition to it. So what are they saying to you now? What's the conversation like now? Bro, like, I don't know what you can say to me because I've scored 52 goals in the, in the last two and a half seasons. So what can you say in it? I know, but, no, but <laughs> I mean, but what, what, what are they saying to you? Like, what, what, what are the reasons? Because you go there. Well, and, age and, is going to play a big factor now. Age is going to play, I'm 34 now. 34. So age is going to play a big factor now. Mm-hmm. Massive factor. Age is, but that's worldwide. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I want to go to America at 31 and eight, you know, that, no, no. But you, you think though that, um, as long as you're doing the business. You'd believe so. You'd but really believe so. Do you know what? Do you know, there's other players who, I don't want to say this, but like the white man, certain, oh, certain, certain white man that are, that are putting up less numbers than you and they just get signed straight away. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to make this like, it's a racial it's not thing. A racial, but, it's not a racial thing at all. But, mm, that comment could come across as a racial thing. But, mm, no, what I'm saying is, is obviously, Listen, I don't know, you know. I think I, I I listen, a lot of things, a lot of factors. Eight, like I said, the age thing, it could be that. Fam, but if you score 52 goals in two and a half seasons, yeah, what can anyone say play, to you? And you've played pro. You've got to go back. Bro. What can anyone say to you? I know, bro. I but listen. then but then you see yourself, you see certain men playing week in, week out, and you're like, really? Mm-hmm. 
getting new deals week in, week out, no matter what their age, but like, it's, it's 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 the game, innit? And this is why I always say I've always said to people, and I never look, I'll never tell anyone to shy away from playing in England, innit? But nah, this, go abroad if but you can. If you can go abroad, football's everywhere. Mm. Football's everywhere. I've seen certain men that are playing in Rangers, even what well, that white man playing in Rangers, offered a deal in Azerbaijan and was gone mm. because obviously the money was 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 ridiculous. Obviously, but I think a lot of people like don't know that that the money you get here. It's nothing compared to what some some especially countries, if, especially if you've got a good CV. If you yeah. if you've made it here, they look at here as a golden chance. Yeah. So if you made it here, they will throw money at you and off and play you week in week out and Plus, treat you like a yeah king. exactly. You get treated better, treated better. You're getting paid. You're playing. You're playing. You're probably playing better football anyway. More than likely. I mean, compared to Tipper First Division at the time when I, when we when I was there mm. was as good as the Championship. Easily. Yeah. Oh, you think and, so? and, and and even Apple and Nicosia were getting to the Champions League quarterfinals in mm. terms. So you got you got to imagine like Apple and Nicosia getting to the Champions League quarterfinals, and we just won the league the season before. Mm. So it's like, whoa, you got to pay attention now, and people are not realizing, and that's why like I see players going over to Cyprus now, like Mazi Carrios over there. Yeah, and he's at Apollon. Shine, we're, saying, we're getting him on. And I'm saying, bro, like, listen, he's in Enzo right now. Do you know? Huh? He's on Enzo right now. Was he? Yeah, more than likely. Yeah. Unless he's gone back for um, Europa, yeah. Okay, but cool. literally, it's like they know what they 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 they're broadening their horizons because they know that it doesn't have to be here. Mm. It doesn't have to be here. It listen. It I always say I've always said if you're not playing the Premier League Championship here yeah, or you're not earning ridiculous money in League One at a big club, listen, go and see what's, what else is out there. Hundred percent, man. Especially if you are under the age of thirty as well, go mm. and see what else is out there. So what's what's like next for you now? Like obviously you're still playing. I don't want to say next like you're retiring. Or no, I'm, obviously I'm still in transition in it. So obviously I was at Hampton last season, scored another twenty goals. Um, <laughs> Listen, goals never done. Goals bro. never done. I, I've been telling people for a few seasons that goals are never done. So, um, but I'm now transitioning. Obviously thinking about life after football. I started up my own personal training business which is CAD PT, but we've also expanded to football training as well from kids from the age of eight and above. Mm-hmm. Kids, adults, doesn't matter who you are, what age you are, we are, we are we're here to help you. Um, obviously more so the children, the teenagers, kids that have been released from pro clubs and want to get back in the game because obviously luckily enough for me, I've been in the game and I know people that are still co- uh, coaches in mm-hmm. the game. So we open up avenues as well to see to introduce people into getting back into the game. Yeah. Um, but for me, main the main thing is obviously helping, helping, helping others, knowing, being aware of knowing that there's opportunities to get to where you need to get to. Yeah, and I didn't know I was blind to it at, at such a young age. So I'm targeting the kids who are younger and making them more aware from young and their parents as well that this is the way to do it because I didn't have anybody to show me the way to do it. Mm. I had to go through the experience myself. And luckily now I'm in a position where I can help others. Yeah. Um, how many of your core friends have come from football? How many of my core friends have come from football? I'd say as in tight friends, people are... Can... Oh, not tight. I know you probably ain't got that. Many. I don't I don't even say, I don't even say there's probably a handful that are tight, tight people. So I'm saying. I say this because obviously you're doing your... Um, your PT stuff right now, yeah. but I've seen some of your clients already and 
it's, <laughs> Gary, some of your clients, like, it helps that you've got, that you're coming from football because yeah. there's going to be people looking at you, other like personal trainers thinking, no, nah, hold on, I've been doing this for how long? <laughs> and I don't even have these clients or whatever. Nah. So um, an Arsenal man in that, bro. Yeah, no, nah, l- luckily, luckily, um, I've I've got friends who have been very successful in whatever avenue they've decided to go down. Mm. And shout out Austin. Shout out Marvin Humes. Shout out Marvin Humes. So no, no, no. We need we need to talk about Marvin Humes uh, and, and soccer. Bro, listen. I w- listen, Marvin Humes and, and, and soccer before you go, yeah. Go, on, go. Allow it, allow it, allow it, allow it. Listen, allow it. Like, I saw you not training before. I'm seeing you hashtag soccer raid ready. Blah blah, bro. Marvin Humes, come on, bro. That was a, that was definitely the first time he kicked a ball. You know, definitely did not kick a ball in, in, in any of your snaps. You, yeah, when we was eleven, Marvin was better than me easily. No, but you can't play now. Like all you can do is shoot. But bro. it's difficult, isn't it? Because obviously, if he's a pop star, isn't it? Like that's how right. He's been he's been a pop star now, presenter, radio DJ. So I'm saying, like, Bruh. it's very very difficult. Yeah. To just pick it up, like you know, no. you, I see man who nah, man starring the, the one from Land of Duty, that bro, that that thingy from like you stop bro. and you just put everything into stop man. football and you put everything into. Remember, bearing in mind, Marvin probably stopped playing football from like, when he was like fourteen. Nah, he definitely stopped when he was four. <laughs> <laughs> definitely stopped when he was four. He uh, stopped playing football from like when he was fourteen and literally did nothing else but acting, music. That's it. So. Man's 34 now. That's 20 years. You can lose it in 20 years, bro. Yeah. Look at, bro, Especially look at man that gas going, fam. You can lose it in 20 nah, years, No, no, no. That's, that's his hello cocaine <laughs> drink, fam. But anyway. But no, that's what I'm saying. No, no. But obviously, like, listen, he's put me, he's, he's helped me a lot and obviously exposed exposed the, the um, CAD PT to um, other people as well. And mm. yeah, I mean, obviously, Zach Medley's another one that's come on board. Don't mention the names, bro, because I, I wanted to do surprise that when I get them on this flipping podcast. <laughs> you don't think it's through me, innit? Come yeah, on. Yeah, bro. It's through me, innit? It's through me. Nah, nah, nah. But luckily, like I said, we're, we're start, we started off really well. Um, blossoming. Is it all guns blazing? Like you lot are fully in business now? We are in business now. Um, the football the football trainers is probably going to surpass the PT. We don't want it to. We want it to go hand in hand, obviously. But it's mm. just the football thing is just going, it's spiraling out of control. Um, and literally... We're just we're still open for business. But the football training I see you lot doing, obviously there's, there's football, but it's fitness. Do exactly. you get what I'm saying? Which is why because it's probably going to surpass. And which is why it's CAD PT. Because mm. we could have, we, I was going like, to branch it off and have CAD FT. Mm. I said, nah, do you know what? This is still personal training. Mm. It's still one-on-one training, whether it's football training, physical training, personal, any personal training. It's, it's, it's personal training. So mm. as far as I was concerned, look, keep it as CAD PT. Um, as far as my partner was concerned, because he's a personal trainer outright, mm. keep it as CAD PT. And literally the work that we're doing is in preparation for going into the pro game or going into a season or going into pre-season. That's the work we're doing. And it's cardio, it's cardio aspects of, of everything. Uh, finally, before you go, this cool. season. Oh, wow. Goal prediction. For me? Yeah. Goals never done. 20 again. 20 again. Straight. I, well, personally, if it depends what level I'm at. They might not let me back in still. <laughs> they, they might not let me back in. If they, if they, let, me, if they let me back year. in in conference staff, then it's 20 again. If they don't let nah, me Nah, you com- could get... Do you know what I think it is with you? Yeah. I think it's probably... It's probably your wage demands, I reckon. <laughs> oh, bro, I'm not even asking for a lot, you know? I'm bro, not, you I'm see not. what you say asking for a lot, yeah? Yeah. You're asking for a lot and my asking for a lot are two very different things at this point. <laughs> no, but... And I'm I, younger than you. I just feel like... No, that's what it is. I feel like it, you, you pay for what you, what you, what you, 
require, isn't it? And Come Harringay, bro. Harringay <laughs> well, definitely can't afford you. You right pay now. for what you require, and obviously at the moment there's there's probably one conference team, and uh, so what's wrong with the conference team? It's the PT thing, isn't it? Because oh, because it's travelling and stuff like that. Work is going to be very difficult. So, and it's full time, obviously. So. Okay, at this level, is it you talking or as safe kind of like you, you just you don't need him, really need him for this part? What safe pattern? The, the conference? Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, bro, he's always on the phone, bro. He's always there. This guy, yeah, he's the mailman. I need to one. talk to him. He's about, on the pattern about, now. About he pattern now. I was shocked when they, they called me. They called me before I went on holiday, and I was like, huh? I said, whoa. I said, okay, cool. Like, let's talk. But obviously the difficulty is obviously the PT business and obviously Exactly. So they are letting you back in, but obviously it's just about if it works with what right, you're doing. It does work. But saying that there's conference south teams that are just coming up with shillings and obviously there's um teams a little bit lower who are coming up with crazy money. That I'm just like it probably makes sense. So yeah, prediction, if I go lower, it'll be it'll be twenty five plus. By Christmas, and if <laughs> not joking, but if it's Christmas. if it's but if it's conference half, then I'll aim for my twenty like I always do. Alright, cool. Well, yeah, guys, it's a shorter podcast than usual. Yeah. Um. Actually, to be fair, just probably just clocked down just under an hour. Yeah. Just under an hour, which is which is alright. We're gonna start doing longer podcasts every now and then, but just not this week. But um, yeah. So the guys are back in next week. Oh yeah, live show. In fact, no, I'm not going to announce that yet. But 20... No, I'm not going to announce that. But just know we've got a live show coming. And um, when you're not here, the line up... Is one of these live shows? What do you mean? Is it, you talking about a live show as in here or live show as in... The, the live ones we do, that, that you came? Yeah, like I'm still waiting. Well, if you want to come, you can come, bro. No, not come. Are you going to get me on the live show? Yeah, if you want to be on the, on the live... Fam, I got you, bro. I got you, bro. If you wanna, but when you see the lineup, like, I don't know if I don't know if if, listen, if you if you could fit those chairs right now, bro. Listen, the lineup's cool, <laughs> so I'm saying. But as long as if they got Champions League, Champions League call, like background uh, or international background, we can then then I, mean, I then I squeeze into that story. So I'm saying in, international and prem. To be fair, yo, I got you, fam. You're in. You're same, in. Same Get me a little two, man. three minute segment here, then. And can I quickly say plug out CAD PT? Feel free. Instagram, CAD underscore PT84. Shout us, hit us up if you need any personal training, any football training for you, your child, male, female, doesn't matter. We've got you. Yeah. And um, the Instagram stories are always um, are always exciting. Yeah, we always back Morning, in snappers. here. Morning, snappers. <laughs> we, we back, back in here, here man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, live show, we'll announce that soon. But it's all done. Guys, when you see the lineup, you lot are going to be extremely happy. So just make sure you get your tickets early. I'm not hearing none of this last minute stuff that, that before. So should be another setup. But yeah, anyway, guys, we're out.